I was really pissed off to find out that the rub your chest, uh, don't, don't rub your arms, rub your, your arms will take care of themselves, rub your chest. Is uh is bullshit that is it no! bullshit? Just made up because he needed to. No, Trisha Nolan told him to move move lines. Or I move do that around. though. Now he when I'm out in the wild, I do that. Me I'm like, too. Connect, I uh, connect uh, one team to another. Like, oh, I just made that up. That's, That's sucks. bullshit. I, I do think, that. I think I the story was doing like it. his found like his son was like in Boy Scouts and like it was like oh I learned the, the thing from the movie and it's like oh I just made that shit up. They're teaching that in Boy Scouts now. <laughs> Guys, I do do something that works though. Is I put my ass to the fire and I rub my hands. Oh. I like works. to put my, my hands like between my dick and my leg because it's really warm and my dick like, jack leg, off? like creates a little sandwich. Ah. Ah. That's nice. Belly, what do you like? See, I got a huge cock. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! <laughs> See, I got a huge cock. Uh. Live from Cool Boys Center. Hold your dicks, rub your tits. You'll be ice cold. Here come the cool boys. Just a young boy. <gasps> so cool. So cool. So cool. Oh, a cool boy. Oh yeah, I forgot we were ta- we were even talking about. We're talking about holiday movie season gangbangs, I guess. We're getting into it. <laughs> Greetings, schoolboy nation. And welcome to another installment of the Cool Boys Podcast Holiday Movie Season Gangbang. <laughs> oh my. I'm Fantastic Beast Felk. Wow. I'm Bumblebee Ballard. Nice. Well, I'm Nutcracker Noli, guys. Woo! Wow. Sugar Plum Fairies and all. So cool. And those are, of course, titles of movies coming out this holiday season some i may jam up my ass and spare and some i may just really? get a hold of the vhs copy and use my dick as a screwdriver to rewind them for pleasure is what i always like to say and oh, yeah. in just a moment here we will talk about them all not like a certain actor's hair which we can't mm-hmm. talk about no but first mm-hmm. what is everyone drinking Felk, what are you drinking I always love when Felco to ask, what are, you, what are you drinking? And then he immediately says, I'm drinking a Coors yeah, Light. Usually happens. <laughs> Unless I'm drinking Coors Light and just throw it in there. No, I'm not drinking Coors Light. I'm about to crack open a Mike's Harder Strawberry Pineapple Lemonade. And you, if you can you see the little that? character there. You see a little character there. Oh, it's topical. It's actually it's topical. Everyone's favorite Ryan Reynolds character. Deadpool, because this is promotional branding for Deadpool 2. It says even on the can, now in theaters, making me think that this can has been around for a while. <laughs> well, that's not true. There is a Deadpool coming out in a couple weeks, and we're going to talk about it. That's true. Christmas. Very topical drink, Phil, even though it looks like it's shit. How's it taste? That's the question. How's it taste? It's like straw- like strawberry with pineapple. That sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's the flavor I want. Why is it 24 ounces? Why is it so big? Barkeep. All right. Now, what was it that you ordered? Do you have any strawberry pineapple flavored drinks? What's in that? And you know what? If they're Tom Cruise in cocktail. Bartender with the line for everything. The bartender. They do. Yeah. They do. Tom Cruise. Cocktail. Mm. Ballard, what are you drinking? I'm drinking tonight. A Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra mm. IPA. Yeah, it's a pretty tame Ooh. night because I'm just drinking red wine. 
Beat mm. you to it, Phil. Beat you to it. Uh, I don't. I don't. I'm not gonna make fun of you for what you drink anymore, man. You be you. Drink, drink red <laughs> wine. Wow. Drink red wine all you want. Look at this. Felk uh, is turning over a new yeah, we leaf. Got, we got a new Felk tonight. A new Felk. We need to be. My tolerant. favorite Felk was uh My favorite Felk was like Felk like six weeks ago. Who was going to give up alcohol forever on the podcast? <laughs> yeah. and, and now he's, you know, he's I'm not going to make fun one of these. anyone's I mean, drinking. I don't drink that much on, on the podcast. I, I, I don't no, think. we don't usually drink too much on the podcast, except for me, maybe. I like to be sharp. I am say. quite not sharp at times. I'm never sharp. Yeah, but you're handsome. I don't really know where to begin. See, I got a huge cock. Of course, that doesn't yep. translate through podcasts. Unfortunately, I think it does. No. Yeah. I think we get our we get our high numbers because people can sense one of these boys is so hot. Well, I mean, I, I think I have it, vocally, I have the most. I'll be, I'll be blunt. I, I think I have the most handsome voice. Bowed, of course, has the most sexual energy. Voice. <laughs> uh. No one has the most confident voice. <laughs> what a story, Mark. Guys, guys, guys! Uh-oh. I just have one quick question before our voters for this holiday movie lineup get fabulous. Oh, no! Would you rather oh, no. <laughs> have a gay orgy in a boxing ring Surrounded by one thousands of fans cheering you <laughs> on with the cast of Creed 2. That includes wow. the fabulous bod of 72-year-old Sylvester Stallone, the heart-pounding 61-year-old dick of the <laughs> Dolph Lundgren, and the mm. beautiful black cock and black ass of the Michel B. Jordan. <laughs> or... Have a gay orgy underwater surrounded by nature's Ooh. deadliest beast. And even deadlier cocks like Aquaman, Ouch. Jason Momoa, Patrick Wilson, and the gangly Willem Dafoe. And guys, like we mentioned earlier, gangly, scrangly guys have huge cocks. Wait, yeah, wait, wait, wait. I said Matthew Lillard may have a big dick because he's lanky, and then and but it was shot down. I love that's become like canon now for us. It's, it's canon that Matthew Lillard has a huge cock because he's gangly, and so what was the word you just used? What did I say? Lengthy. Lengthy. <laughs> lengthy. 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 Well, if you're lengthy, you obviously have a lengthy cock. <laughs> Oh, I'm so lengthy. We should tweet at Matthew Lillard about his cock. We should tweet at him and see if he has a big cock or not. This honestly comes down to just one thing. Hmm. I want to be cheered on. <laughs> yeah, that did yeah, seem pretty cool. Like, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. Yeah, every thrust. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every pound. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 72-year-olds and 61-year-olds <laughs> just pounding them? Sounds amazing. Oh, I wouldn't want that. I wouldn't want a... <laughs> You fucking Dolph breaking me? Oh my god, you get the whole dun 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 dun. That's not really a boxing. We we are the champion. Or we will rock you. It's not really play uh, like a boxing match thing though. That's more. Of a no, they don't sport. really play music like that at boxing matches. Though. They don't. They really don't. I mean, and that's the thing. I wouldn't want even a boxing match commentators. I wouldn't want Bruce Buffer. I mean, maybe Bruce Buffer would be cool, but I'd like that's, I'd like Wimbledon. Uh, Michael Buffer. You're thinking of Michael Buffer. Michael Bruce Buffer. Buffer's MMA. I, I'd want Wimbledon. I, I, I want like. 
U.S. Open, maybe like commentators. I'd want, I'd want like, uh, you know, like, oh, he's thrusting now. He's thrusting again. <laughs> the quiet British accent. Yeah. yeah, that'd be nice. And guys, banging underwater sounds pretty fucking cool, pretty intense. No, it's not uh, good. Have you not fucked underwater? It's horrible. No, we've talked it's, about this. Yeah, okay. We've, yeah, all, we've all engaged in Have the you act. fucked in the ocean? No. I don't think so. They say salt water works better. Like, you don't have the lubricant problems as much. I've never fucked in the water, though. I've never, I fucked in water, but chlorinated, like, hot tub water, not like... Uh, right, yeah, not ocean water. Not ocean water. Yeah. I don't know if I'd want salt in all those orifices. Yeah, I, I don't know if I could get a hard-on if I had, like, sharks surrounding me. That just kind of freaks me out. But what if What if Jason Momoa was surrounding you? How are you going to fuck a shark, then? My man. I, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of Jason Momoa now. I, I kind of liked him in the Conan movie and as Khal Drogo. And I just like seeing him in Baywatch Hawaiian Wedding. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Aquaman, it just rubs me wrong, like the character so far. I, I could be completely wrong when the movie comes out, but the character just seems weird to me. I never really got into him in the Justice League film. And Patrick Wilson seems like... An everyman, like that could be a guy walking down the street. Like that's not that's not cool. Yeah. But William Defoe, we know he's got a huge cock. That could be fun. Willem Defoe definitely has a huge cock, and I, I think you see it in uh, Antichrist. Wait, there's no movie called Antichrist. Mm-hmm. With yeah, William Defoe, Lars von Trier. Yeah. yeah. His- oh, I was thinking. So he's in two Christ movies: Passion of the Christ and Antichrist. Yeah. Antichrist is Antichrist not really is a fucked up though. Movie. It it is in the sense that it's about the devil. No, nobody plays Jesus Christ though. No, no, no. And it's a really fucked up movie, and it starts off with a horrible accident in which uh, their child, while they're fucking in the shower, speaking of fucking in water, while him and his wife are wow. fucking in the shower, and you see pen- it's the opening, and you see penetration like dick and pussy shot. It's awful. And the child gets out of the crib goes to the window of like the sixth story of, a, of an apartment complex and jumps out and falls and you watch the kid fall all the way to the pavement hits the snow on the sidewalk you watch the snow move out from his body as the impact that's the beginning of the movie it's I, fucked up i hate laws Lars rancher i really do. yeah what what good movies this guy made nymphomaniac people like, Shia yeah. people like we'll, we'll go to dancer in the dark uh as one of his good movies and I, I, uh Mel- melancholy i think is supposed to be pretty good i don't good. think melancholy is good but okay uh, i never man. saw it i clearly don't watch enough movies anymore because like i don't even know what these are i know he's like a shock artur though yes yeah to an extent yes He's another guy, like the Buffalo Bill guy, whatever, Buffalo 66 guy. He makes one movie. He Vincent showed Gallo. fucking some, Vincent he Gall- showed some Gallo, fucking penetration. Yeah. Everyone was like, oh, my God, what a fucking genius. Brown Bunny, yeah, that was what he gets uh, Chloe to suck his dick in that or something. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Bad Always move, Chloe. Me. Bad move. Yeah, that's weird. It was a bad call, Ripley. Bad it was a bad call. call. He put it a voodoo a curse call. on, on uh, Roger Ebert. Because Roger Ebert hated the brown bunny. He did? Good. And then, like, shortly after, Roger Ebert had, like, jaw cancer. Because of that movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, very cool. Yeah, I just, I, I am all about being chanted on. I agree, Nolan. And and to have Stallone there and Lundgren there. Yeah, guys, it's versatility. And Jordan there. You have an Italian-American. You have a fucking Swede powerhouse. And you have a black guy. Like, it's fucking diversity yeah. at its finest. Mm-hmm. It's a beautiful fucking orgy. Wait, Felk, that's just a threesome. Yeah, right, three yeah, people is, that's not even me. That was oh. that was the ass master guy even agreed that three people is not an orgy. <laughs> so this isn't a gay, none of these are a gay orgy. We what need to add, we need to add one person. Name? No, I don't, but I want to, I want to refer to him from now on as only as ass master. <laughs> it was like butt fanatic or something like that with 
like fanatics spelled like a four or some shit. <laughs> Let me Google it. He's like, but he's the first guy you Google. Master, it was something like that. No, it wasn't that. I, I wish it was. I really do. I really hope it is. Ass enthusiast. Yeah, it was something like that. <laughs> Ass enthusiast. That sounds like a great magazine from like the nineties. Like Quar- big. <laughs> no, it needs like a like quarterly at the end of it. A quarterly acid enthusiast quarterly, yeah. <laughs> but what was it? Yeah, what was Al Bundy's? It was Biggins, wasn't it? Biggins, yeah. Yeah, Biggins. Oh, always that bothered me that GQ is is a monthly magazine. Oh yeah, yeah, Gentleman's Quarterly, yeah. It used to be quarterly. And it would be like what? Just huge issues, right? It was always like giant, massive, like double issue type of things, wasn't it? Yeah. Now it's just about gay sex. <laughs> I know who it is. Are you ready for it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Jeremy Glennesque, posterior connoisseur. Okay, that's posterior. pretty good. Posterior. And it's not posterior, it's posterior. Posterior, posterior. Yeah, that's great. That's awesome. That's right. Connoisseur. Connoisseur. I like Assmaster way better. <laughs> Assmaster is way better. Posterior sure. connoisseur. Oh, I got an update. I got a quick update before we finish up this Would You Rather. Okay. Idris Elba is the new 2018 Sexiest Man Alive. (gasps) And we just had our People's Sexiest Man Alive uh, episode not too long ago, like episode 92 or something like that. So, or 91 or 90. So, yeah, 2018, Idris Elba. We got Adam to the list. We got Adam to the list. And would you guys fuck him? No. Definitely. I I would fuck him for sure. Too big. Too big. All right, cool. All right. Just tack that on, Cool Boy Nation, to the end of, uh, you know, Sexiest Man Alive episode. You've got a complete episode to 2018. This is a Stanley Cooper preference. All right, we've all got our answers. Too big. Go ahead. Cool Boy Nation, if there's a would you rather you would like us to discuss on a future podcast, please email us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. Well, cool boys, I don't think you can get a more topical would you rather than that. Time to move on to our cool boy show topic. How is that Stanley Kubrick reference? The uh, Vietnamese prostitute. She's like, no, no black cock, too big. Oh, oh. yeah, too, too big. Too full big. metal jacket. Okay, yeah. That's right. Too big. Great too big. scene. Come on, baby. Come on. Me so horny, baby. Oh, yep. God. That scene's almost ruined by the Two Live Crew song. Or improved by it. It's improved by it for sure. Ah, uh, me so horny. Ah, uh, ah, uh, me so horny. The fact that they were like shock sex rappers from the '90s who sample the fucking horrific Stanley Kubrick war. I know what the. How the movie. fuck did they even see that movie? Why would those guys ever see that movie? I think I think you're being a little racist there. <laughs> black people enjoy cinema. Vietnam cinema? Sure, black people fought in Vietnam. They're featured in the movie Full Metal Jacket. God, why do I sound like the racist one right now? Usually it's Phil. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sit over here. <laughs> Report preliminary findings. Not worried about her. We got to keep him gagged. Cool boy nation, pop your cocks and drop your tops. It might be interesting and important for you to know. It's time for our cool boy show topic. Hey, I like that. Spoilers. So cool. That's right, cool boys. It's holiday movie season gangbang time. Now, with the holiday movie season here, I thought it would be nice time to sit back, <laughs> pull out our cocks, and talk about all the super hot movies coming out or out. Like you, Felk. Hi. <laughs> I thought Hi. we'd just like talk about which movies got us jacked. 
mm. which movies might get us jacked, and maybe we just give our cool way predictions about this holiday movie season. So guys, it's time to have a gangbang. With three people. <laughs> That's all you need. Ask Master Posterior Connoisseur Jeremy, whatever your name was. Because what do you say? Three or three or more, right, Phil? And no, he said, said four or more. Did he? Yes. Yeah. yeah it was three four is just a yeah, threesome, and four is an orgy. I disagree. I think four is a four. Belk said five. Yeah. He said three people is a threesome. Two is just two people fucking, and one is someone sitting alone in a basement jerking that means off. If two married yep. couples just like wife swap, and the wife's like make out a little bit. That's an orgy. That's a wife swap. That's a couple swap. That's swapping. That's that. That's not. That's swinging. That's not an orgy. An orgy. If you have the three sets of couples, or six people in total, or even one additional person to the cup, two couples. That's that's an orgy. Yeah. So we might not need to change the title. This the hollow holiday movie season threesome, but we'll just keep it as a gangbang. Like thirty guys fucking one girl is also not an orgy. That's just a gangbang. There's got to be intersectionality in, in the sexual activity in order to have necessitate an orgy. There's far, there's far too much attention paid there's to this one There's too many variables fact. here, but Phil, I'm glad we got you here to, like, smooth all that out. I'm going to repeat my phrase. Necessitate. Guys, I thought we'd start in November, which is currently happening, and I'll start with the movie that's actually currently out that was number one at the box office, Bohemian Rhapsody. Was it good? Did I see it? No, I did not. Oh, I didn't see it. Oh, yeah. I, saw it. I know how it ends. <laughs> yeah, he dies. Yep. Does he die in the movie? He actually dies in the movie? I have no idea, guys. And honestly, I was a little turned off when I heard that it wasn't going to be a gay movie. What do you mean? They don't deal with the fact that he's gay in the movie? I doubt that's true. At all? I have no idea, which is weird considering Brian Singer directed it and he's gay. And I thought for well, some reason Sasha Baron Cohen left the project because it wasn't going to go gay enough. And he might take it too gay and maybe that's not enjoyable. But, mm. but I think it doesn't really deal too much with him having AIDS. Yeah, I wow. can see that they wouldn't want to do that. They want to make it about the happy times. But guys, like I said, I have no idea. We None of us have seen this, so this might be. No, I'm not going to see. Well, I mean, I, I tried to see it but it uh, when I was 15, but it pushed my head underwater in the pool. And <laughs> I just have too many traumatic experiences from that movie. Uh, yeah. And Brian what? Singer, uh, you said Brian Singer directed it. That's what Brian Singer did to it. Wait, to a is, is, did, <laughs> oh, did he did he direct it? Is that like for sure? Like he directed it? He yeah, he directed he half off? of it and then got fired. And it was some TV director took over, right? But who's who's actually the director <clears throat> on? Uh, no, like, a decent, a decent director took over. Decent director names. took over. It's two names. Okay. Yeah. So because like yeah, because Snyder's considered Justice League, even though it's like so widely known that. Joss is involved in that. Yeah, but that's because of uh, various. The sole director on Bohemian Rhapsody is Brian Singer. The sole director. Okay, so he was shot way too much, and they just didn't care. Where are you going? Where are you going? Where are you seeing? IMDb. IMDB says him the sole director. Yes. So who's the executive producer? Because he probably shot the rest of it. Yeah, and that makes sense, and because you know, there's that's a lot of hoops then go through with the DGA, right? To essentially try to make it so that Brian Singer is having to share directing credit. I mean, wasn't it that the uh, Phil Lord and Chris Miller were pretty much like, "It's fine, Ron Howard can have this directing credit. It's his movie at this point. We don't care." Like they they succumbed, and that was the reason why Ron Howard directed Solo, as opposed to it being a shared credit or even Christopher Miller and Phil Lord's film. It's a lot. It's a it's hard work to get a fucking director's name off a film. Well, it's more about like rules where you can't have somebody previously involved in the movie promoted to director once you fire the original director. It's a DGA rule. 
Yeah, that's usually why they get like screenplay, like you know, uh, the writers or yeah, you know, guys. That's why I miss the editors. days of people like the cost who could just take over a movie like at any given time. We're like, this director sucks, fire him. The cost will take over. He'll just take over and just he'll just finish that movie. Who? The cost. Who's the cost? Kevin Costner. Oh, Kevin Costner takes over all the time, and the Russell, the Russell will take yeah. over a movie and he'll finish it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Tombstone, right? But that was George P. Cosmatos officially. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody, what do you guys think? The reviews were mixed, so this is a movie that's already out. It's one of the few that's already out that we can talk about. Uh, uh, what do you think you'd give it? I think it's a solid, probably, it'd be a three out of five for me. I like Queen. They're fine. Yeah, I'm guessing three out of five for me. I really like that trailer. That first trailer that was released, where they like were able to cut all the Queen songs into one like continuous remix. I thought that was really fucking well done. Granted, that's a trailer. Marketing purposes alone, probably not in the film like that at all, but... Yeah. It, it piqued my interest, and I I do want to see the film. I'll wait yeah. for it to come out on Netflix. So I'll I'll, I'll see it. Focus is five. I got <clears throat> what five? Focus five, five fingers up. No, I'm just, I'm just doing this. Like I I, I no, I don't think biopics <laughs> should even be in movie theaters. I got what I needed to it out of the trailer. The trailer was cool, and I was like, okay, got what I needed. Because if I want experience Queen. Guess what I'll fucking do? I'll listen to Queen on Spotify while I drive my vehicle car. I'm not going to spend time at two hours in a movie theater to, to get information I could get from a fucking Wikipedia page. Biopics belong on TV. And the fact that it's got a TV star as its lead. Yeah. It, no, not not cinema worthy. Not getting my ass out of the chair to a theater. Phil, you bring up a good point, too, because like when I was growing up in the 90s and even 2000s, even music biopic movies made no money and the fact that yeah. this movie made 50 million dollars last weekend like what's and star is born's another kind of music bio like fictional story bio music movies are making a ton of money right now what's up with that i have no idea fucking they made like 10 tupac biggie movies none of them made a shit of a dime doors made like no money back in the 90s well, uh, none of the nirvana movies made any money straight out compton was huge that's true yeah. that's i think straight out of compton might have changed things well yeah but that was that was a lot of packed Magic Johnson theaters. That was a demographic that doesn't typically get movies for them. Maybe we're in an upswing on musicals right now. Uh, you had The Greatest Showman was huge. You also had La La oh, Land, right. which was huge. So I, I think it's just probably likely, Nolan, right now, audiences are kind of tuning themselves into musicals. Cool. Okay, well, speaking of Magic Johnson theaters, guys, our next movie is Tyler Perry's Nobody's Fool. That will pack what, a lot What of is this? Magic I haven't Johnson heard of theaters. it. You don't well, need to hear about it. It's let's Tyler predict Perry. Our, let's, predict, let's predict our cool boys on this. I'm giving this a zero out of five. No, that's not fair. I want to know what the plot of this movie is. What I don't is know it? the plot of this movie. I just want to talk about how Tyler Perry movies still exist, and they're all shit. Yeah, but they make money. I mean, they're but like... why? They're like, they're, why? I, they're not just, good, and their marketing's terrible, and their billboards are terrible. Why do these movies make money? Because they're cheap. Because black people see them, Nolan. That's the answer. I know that's the answer, but there's plenty of good movies that black people can go see that are good. Not this shit. This is shit. Okay, well, I think he speaks, so... He, this is kind of part of the DuVernay test, though, I think, right? I don't think there's a test. What do you mean? Isn't that the whole, like, DuVernay thing? Like, the DuVernay test? Like, the idea of, like, you know, casting films with predominantly black casts? Are you talking about the director? No, actually, I don't think I don't think that that applies to Tyler Perry, because Tyler Perry is, like, the outlier where he, self, he self-finances. He's not a studio. The, the, what, what Ava DuVernay was talking about was uh, uh, an edict to the studios. The studios oh, don't gotcha. have any control over Tyler Perry. The dude opened up a playhouse in Atlanta, I think. Yep. Made shitty plays, 
packed audiences, all black people, because black people don't typically get to go to theaters. They don't typically get to have the theater experience where they can yell at, you do it, girl. Oh, shit. Don't <laughs> trust them. Most theaters discourage you to yell at the the. the you think that's actors. the reason? Or do you think it's just representation and wanting to see that type of representation? No, no. He offered a different theater-going experience where, where audience interaction was not like discouraged and frowned upon. So it, it meshed Which is awesome, by the way. I have been in theaters where that has gone on, and it's fucking great. It, it really can be is. fun. It can be fun. It can Absolutely. also ruin a movie. I mean, I, I, well, I don't go to see like like Schindler's List, you know, and fucking like you know a theater in the middle of Harlem, you know, no. like that's not the that's not the time. Another Schindler's reference. Just pulling. Out the ass. Let's just say this: I saw it with this. I think the second or third time I saw Scream, Scream in theaters because I saw it several times because I loved it. Uh, there, there was like one like black couple, and the, the girl was just like. Bitch, don't do that. Oh, shit, don't go in there. Wait, and then I'd be fucking just, Scary just Movie 2. Scream 2's open. Yeah, Scary Movie 2 does the exact no, same thing. No, Scream 2 thing. begins that way with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, yeah, but she doesn't yell. At, does she yell and get yelled at? I think she get, I think she yells out at one point, yeah. Yeah, but like they really, they took it to like its logical conclusion in Scream, in uh, Scary Movie. So have neither of you seen a Tyler Perry movie in theaters? No, I, I've actually never seen a Tyler Perry movie. So like this is just based off me watching trailers where I'm like, that's just not good filmmaking. I've seen one, and oh. yes, you you absolutely get people talk like there's it's built into the movie like we're, we're like there's pauses for people to yell at the characters. It's, it's awesome. Oh my god! All right, guys. That's uh, great. Anyway, predictions there's, on there's, this. There's a plot break. I, I, I just want to say film. I respect Tyler Perry because he, that sure. makes he he figured it out you, you that he can self finance one movie for less than a million it makes 50 million and then he just does it again and he does it like he does it like twice a year yeah or, dude, or at least he, once he has a his year. own fucking studio down there and he's just rolling in cash right now and like absolutely yeah. and he's I so just, well spoken too and <laughs> people say it's shit well like some michael bay movies are shit i mean i don't i think he's kind of underrated as a director but just because somebody makes bad movies doesn't mean that they're they're not a good businessman and he's a very good businessman no he's a very Absolutely. good businessman i don't think he's a good film director but he's a very good businessman he's like an excellent one of the best actually yeah but um you know i just love how like you couldn't get morgan freeman so you replaced him with uh tyler perry what movie oh, that, that that was that was an acting job. alex cross directed by the wonderful rob cohen that, that put him off acting by the way i mean really yeah i love tyler perry and gone girl He's like, actually I really love his character he's in that movie. He's pretty good in that. He's pretty good. Yeah, he's good in that. Um, he didn't know who David Fincher was until he was hired. That always bothered me. No, nah, like, that's fucking badass. That, is that he, true? That's how, how removed he is from the studio system. That's awesome. That's actually that, that's endearing right it there. It just also shows you the guy has no idea what's good. Well, he, as a, he's not really much of a filmmaker. He, he's just no. a business guy who like knew how to create content for and yeah, guys, and that's why, you know, I respect him as a businessman, but as like the movie going experience, watching movies, I, I will never watch anything he puts out because it's fucking crap. It's not for you. It's that, not for that, me. That experience ain't for you. It ain't for me. No. Well, that's why I'm giving it zero out of five cool boys. Ballard? Um, I'll give it five out of five okay. boys. <laughs> Felk? I'll give Tyler Perry as a person three stars. All right. I cannot Stars. speak to the quality of nobody's fools. Moving on. All right, guys, the next movie we have in November is The Nutcracker and the Four Realms. And all I've oh, I fucking about this hate movie, this movie already. I yeah, saw a trailer and I was bored out of my mind. This movie is a fucking fat zero out of five. I think it's out in theaters right now. It looks Garbage. horrible. I, I am a huge I fan of The Nutcracker. I've seen oh, The wow. Nutcracker Why? Ballet. Why? You know, I fucking, I, I've, I've watched the specials on PBS. Why? Um, I have, I've seen it too. I have like... 25 nutcrackers that I bring out for the holidays. 
I love nutcrackers. I love yeah. fucking the nutcracker. You love cracking nuts. I fucking have no fucking care in the world to see this movie. It's just too it's too it's too candy. It's too like uh tweened up. It doesn't it's I'm like just you know what they should do? Tell the fucking story of the nutcracker in one film and make it Game of Thronesy. Darken <laughs> it up a bit. The Nutcracker is a shitty awesome. story. What is the Four Realms? Is the is the Four Realms from the Nutcracker story? Yeah, but it's all the different realms. Is like you know, like all the different places that you, you go in the story in the ballet. Uh, I am and not so, well versed in the Nutcracker. It's a shitty story. That, it's a really shitty story. It, I remember it, seeing it, it yeah. in second grade and I <clears> fell asleep. The narrative is is a ballet, right? So it doesn't have like the strongest narrative. So you have to kind of come up with one. That's why I say go hard R with it. Go dark with it. You can make it into something. That's why Snow White and the Huntsman isn't a bad film because it's like, well, they actually went dark with this fucking movie. They, they, they tell Snow White in a dark story. Then you watch whatever it's called, uh, Miracle or whatever the fuck the other one was that. Um, uh, oh, Julia Roberts. Yeah. Mirror, mirror. One, mirror, mirror, mirror. Miracle with Kurt Russell. <laughs> and it's like it's it's very Tarsem seeing, you know, it's it's a very Tarsemi film, but like it's it's not good. Not like the actual other one, Snow White and the Huntsman, which is not bad. And a lot of that's Chris Hemsworth. He's great. Yeah. Guys, that was a great nutcracking topic. But now let's talk about the next nutcracker, the best nutcracker, Hugh fucking Jackman in the front runner. What do you guys think about that? Uh, apparently the movie, the, the movie is getting criticized by the far left uh, places like AV Club because uh, it's ill-timed right after uh, Kavanaugh, even though it's about a totally different situation. That's all I know. About I don't know it. anything about this movie. What is this movie about? It's about some 80, it's something in 83 where a, a, a potential, some kind of political candidate got like railroaded because he was having an affair. Ballard, but, uh, all you need to know is a sex scandal starring Hugh Jackman. Will you see it? Jason Reitman directed it. If there's a like, 10 minute sex scene somewhere around the 45 minute mark, yes. I'm actually pretty interested in, in seeing it uh, and, and seeing because uh, he, he's kind of been subversive, even though I hated Juno. Yeah, they kind of made Hugh Jackman look non attractive, which is not good. He dials down the charm in it. To Show me photo. Realistic. No, we're moving on. All right, guys. Oh, I mean, boys. Prediction: I'll, uh, Front runner might be a, might be a three out of five for me. Uh, Hugh's always charming, even though Phil just said he dials on the charm. Yeah, but Hugh cannot you know? dial down the charm that far. I really hated Juno. I'll give it two stars. I fucking hate Juno too. But I, I like Thank You for Smoking. So I love Hugh. I don't like Thank You for Smoking either. I do. I don't think I like. I don't think I like his films. Maybe this is one out of five. Yeah, Ballard. I love Hugh, but I don't see him in shit all the time. Like, I didn't see Les Miserables. I didn't see <gasps> fucking Grey Showman. He's so, fantastic in Les Miserables. How have you not seen that? Really? Okay, I'll watch it then. No, he's not. I'll watch it. Felk, how can you say he's not? They should have hired. They shouldn't have made that. He was nominated for Best Actor. How could you say that? Listen, I didn't. I found it a very boring experience. Oh, Ballard. Watch it. It's a boring story. It's a boring story. <laughs> yeah, watch it, Ballard. I saw it in the 90s with Liam Neeson. I don't need yeah. to see it again. I've seen the best one. If you can take, if you take a fucking period piece and you take a period piece made in the 90s, like Braveheart, and then you take a period piece made today, give me the 90s version any day. I love 90s period piece films, especially know, medieval yeah. stuff and old timey stuff. And like, it's a, it's the it's mm -hmm. fantastic industrial uh, age. Yeah. They did so well. I just don't give totally. a shit about Les Mis. The best thing about Les Miserables is the song that is referenced in Seinfeld that George can't get out of his head. Master uh, of the house. Something. Oh, yeah. Song. Okay. Yes. All right. Yep. Yeah. I don't remember the, the context of the song. Speaking of 90s films, what do you guys think about the girl in the spider's web? 
Uh, well, nobody Not involved interested. with the girl, the dragon tattoo wanted to come back and make the sequel. So we got Claire Foy. That, that ship has sailed. It sailed practically when the Swedish ones were done and they re-released them with, with like 90 minutes more of content per movie. So like the, the Swedish ones are like a 12 hour movie almost or nine hour movie now. Like it's literally if you watch the Swedish ones. It's, it's, it's the Millennium yeah. Series, yeah. The, Swed the three Swedish films, if you watch the director's cuts, is nine hours long. And then David Fincher made this great movie, but I didn't need it. Disagree and, that it's but great. it was great. I disagree I loved that it's it. great. First I of all, it. what you're talking about, the fact that they expanded into a season it, it is significant because like it's it's a five act movie. It's not a three act structure. It basically plays as five like 45 minute episodes of a TV show. So if you take that and the, and the next two movies, it like it they're all structured that way. So it feels more like a Netflix series you binge than a movie. And watching that first fucking movie yeah. where like the natural conclusion was happening. And then it's just like, it starts ramping up and there's another fucking 45 minutes of unrelated story that was like not really set up. Except I enjoyed it. It was novel-esque. It, it, it was like a novel. It, sort of, yeah, sure, sure. But it like it didn't feel like a movie, and it also it felt trashy. This is something that fucking, you know, dumb no, people buy didn't. right before they get on an airplane to read. It didn't have that high-end, yeah. like, caliber that, that Fincher is usually associated with. But Fincher with. does that to his version. He makes it a movie. He makes Dragon Tattoo a movie. I totally agree with the Swedish one. It is In the end, it's really just a... Glorify TV show, especially the director's cut version. Um, yes. But like Fincher was boiled it down and made it cinematic. He did. And he made it cinematic, but structurally it still felt weird. Like it, it, it well, because yeah, I don't know if it's five <clears throat> acts. It's like four it acts maybe. In it's like five acts epilogue. according to Fincher and according to the Steven Zalian. So yeah. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, five acts. Okay. I guess so. I'm, so with, then I'm with Filk. I, I I liked the movie. I I don't think it's a masterpiece. Whatever. I maybe I get three out of five. Uh, it definitely held my interest. But by the end, I was kind of like, that's the payoff. Uh, whatever. But you know the the giant's billionaire daughter. She was good. Yeah. Yeah. And I like it. It kind of works as a compendium piece to Gone Girl back to back, like having a movie about, you know, like men who are horrible to women and then having a movie about a woman who's horrible kind of like pieced together. Mm -hmm. Well, what, what was right before that? Was it Social Network? Am I forgetting? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. 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 I just fucking love a good fucking whodunit, man. A good whodunit so that was is about great. two boys being horrible to each other. And it, it kept me on my toes for a while. I was like, who did it? Who fucking did it? Stellan Skarsgård did it. Yeah, bastard. Spoiler alert. So, guys, what do you what would you think the new one? It's got a whole new cast. It's I like don't all care. The, I, I like the director. Really I like both of his movies. Uh, the Evil Dead remake was fine, and Don't Breathe yeah. was like spooky yeah. and well done. It was good. I like Don't Breathe. Yeah, I, I think it was good. I think I feel like it's this is gonna feel like a TV movie to me, and it's not gonna be. It's, he's it's more cinematic than that. No, I disagree. He knows how he knows how to use a camera. Whatever his name, Fetty Alvar Alvarez. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Something like that. Yeah. This is looking like a, a two out of five for me. I think it'll be like decent, but like not fantastic. Claire Foy is like so big right now. I don't get it. I don't get see, it either. Everybody likes that Foy. Nothing, nothing on the list so far I want to see in theaters, but this is the only movie that I'm interested really in like searching for when it comes out like in digital. Yeah, yeah. I'm definitely interested in this this uh, franchise. I, I want to watch this movie at some point, but like I'm just not going to rush out to see this version. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely not rushing. Next movie we have is J.J. Abrams' Overlord. He's executive A World producer. War II zombie film that, like, when you watch the trailer, the fucking trailer is just, like, out of control. Makes it seem... This trailer has been intriguing, but by the halfway point in the trailer, this movie looks like a fucking mess. Yeah, 
Eh. Like, what is this movie? I love supernatural it? and sci-fi World War II shit. I the really keep. do. Have you guys seen The Keep? Uh, Michael no. Mann's The have Keep. Have you actually seen The Keep? I have The Keep. It's 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 only in four three. I thought that was weird. Have I think you it was seen an HBO The Keep? Movie. You've seen The Keep? I have The Keep. Phil, you've seen The Keep? Uh, I've seen the trailer. I I thought about renting it, but then looked at reviews and said it's horrible. You know what it is? Ballard, you seen The Keep? It's a Michael Mann movie. You own The Keep? Yes. Wait, Phil, you own The Keep? No. Ballard, you you own The Keep? I own The Keep. (laughs) Phil, you've seen The Keep? Stop derailing this episode. We're having a conversation. All right, right, just real quick. The Keep is a a World War II film about Nazis opening up a keep in the fucking, you know, in a a French town or whatever. And it's like, and the, oh, guess what? Demons come out. They unleash demons. Um, Directed by... Directed by Michael Mann. It's his second film. It's starring, the film After Thief, which Peter was uh, Michael and, wait, no, Mann's first Weller. film. Scott Glenn. Anyways. Scott Glenn and uh, Gabriel Byrne as Nazis. Yes. And um, so being the, that being the case, Overlord definitely seems to be playing on that type of film. I really like the Cloverfield films up until that last one, God Particle or whatever the fuck it was called. I forget what it was called. I think it was Didn't God Particle. It. Well, the, isn't it's this the third, bad. the alleged or fourth uh it wasn't God Particle. Uh, We're still doing this fucking Paradox. franchise of Par- yeah. Cloverfield shit. This was supposed to be a Cloverfield movie because Paradox fucking tanked the uh, the the so-called franchise so much. I don't know what it's called. I kind of want to think it was called Cloverlord, but uh, Jesus Christ! Oh no, no! I think it was called Operation Cloverfield. Or Operation or Cloverfield. Like that. that is it. Yes. Okay. So and then they they just said okay, the Cloverfield thing's stupid. So it's stupid. It's fucking retarded. Yeah. But so I'm not entirely sure if this is going to be like consistent or continuity wise considered Cloverfield. Maybe that'll be like. Well, there's no continuity with the Cloverfield movie. Well, they kind of try to establish that at the end of the Cloverfield paradox. That was where they tried to establish continuity. There's a multiverse, but that's not that's not continuity. Riggs, well, yeah. But that exactly. continuity, you can just say, oh, the X-Men's a multiverse universe and then the Marvel's a multiverse universe. They're connected. You could. There's no casting route continuity too. between those movies or anything like and that. And every version of every DC thing is an, a part of the Infinity Crisis that will eventually yeah, build by up. By the same and, logic you know, that, like, the Godfather universe takes place in the same universe as the Gremlins universe because there's nothing the that contradicts universe, there's not Gremlins in the Godfather movies, yeah. is there? I actually like the idea now of watching Gremlins after immediately after finishing Godfather Part Three, yeah, throwing on Gremlins and just being like the story continues. Show your kids the Godfather trilogy and then go. You want to see how it continues and then show them Gremlins and see if they figure out that like I don't think these movies are related to each other. <laughs> yeah. So guys, prediction. Um, I'm gonna say Overlord probably a two out of five. I don't really like the Cloverfield or anything that has to do with that shit. I like, this pre- I, I like World War II. I like zombies. Dude, I'm not going to watch that love Death World Snow War crap, II. but I, I want to see this movie. It is, just watching the trailer, it looks like it goes off the rails and it's just like too crazy. I might make an effort to see this in theaters, honestly. Um, and I'm excited to see it, I'm, but I'm guessing it's probably a three out of five. I, I'm tempering expectations. I'll temper my expectations yeah, down should. to two and a half out of five, boys. But uh, I, I like when movies go off the rails. I love that about From Dusk Till Dawn. I think more movies should like become different movies halfway through. Yeah, I hear you. Okay. Like, imagine if a star is born, like Nazi zombies just appear halfway through the movie. Then I'd go see it. But you just tell I me, oh, no, Bradley Cooper just gets drunk and Lady Gaga sings. I, I'm not seeing that. Yeah. Sure well, it's, he's got a great point, folks. Great point. Lots of other people disagree with you, but that's a great point. 
But speaking of great points, guys, we have a movie where you point a fucking wizard stick. Speaking of great points, I've got a huge cock. We've got Fantastic Beast 2. I don't even know the fucking name of it. I'm just going to say Fantastic Beast 2. The Crimes Beast of Grimwald. Guys, guys, I have a, I have a question about this movie. Is Give this the me. last time, no matter what, we see Johnny Depp involved in the wizarding world of Harry Potter? Probably. He's already been fired by uh, Disney. Disney. Of course, yeah. we Disney all know that Warner Brothers seems to like employing uh, people that Disney fires. Disney has, uh, let's just say, rebooted the Pirates franchise, and they don't need his help anymore with that franchise because they're starting from scratch. They're not well, starting they from should. scratch. They've, Orlando Bloom is possibly going to be the next one. Oh god! They shouldn't start That's from horrible. scratch. They should just end the franchise. We don't fucking need pirates. We the don't need more pirates Caribbean movies. Caribbean films anymore. It's yeah, done. honestly, I saw the last one. It's not that bad. But it's not we bad. Don't, we don't. We don't need more of them. We don't need more of them. No, it's not bad. In fact, the only one that's real shit is the fourth one. Like, do you think that the third like, one's not great? Still? The second no, the one is not one's bad. Shit. The third one. We don't shit. need more of them. Yeah, we don't need more of them. But they make money, especially in China. China loves them pirates because they're basically like there's no cultural. Shit. Oh, dude, the third one was all about like, hey, China. We yeah, it was Chinese just weird because pirates. the first one technically has ghosts in it, and I know that they don't like ghosts because their communist communist dictatorship thinks that ghosts mm -hmm. are real and <laughs> wants to shield their people from that that danger of ghosts. But like. They, they, I guess supernatural pirates are cool because, yeah, the, the fourth one made a ton of money in China, it made more than in America, and then the Felt, fifth one made... Uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp made tons of money in China, and it has a character called Ghost in it. Yeah, but they don't like actual, like, if you if you deal with any kind of, like, Judeo-Christian ghost, they don't, they, they, mm. they don't allow that shit. So the others, there's no way the others would ever be able to be, you know, shown in, in China because that twist would just be way too much for them. Probably, although I think there's other reasons why the others wouldn't have been viable in China. Nicole Kidman's clip. Yeah, her clip's too big. The, 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 the communist <laughs> dictatorship of, of quote-unquote democracy of China also has a, ban on two th has a ban on two things, right? Ghosts and monster mm -hmm. clits. And monster <laughs> clits. <laughs> the mystery of monster clits. We should do an episode all about that. <laughs> what, what would that episode be? It's just a title. <laughs> the episode would be like breaking down... The, the rumors about uh, Nicole Kidman's alleged monster clip. Throw out a name. Give me, a, give me one other name you think has a monster clip. I'll, I'll start. I'll start. Amanda Peet. <gasps> that she has a monster clip. No way. No way. No, she's done full frontal nudity in the whole nine yards. Yeah, but she's got to put enough of a bush that you can't see clip. I'm going to stay out of this It doesn't matter. If you, had, if you had beefcakes that big, like hanging from your vagina, you would never, never go on camera. But, I mean, what if it flipped out? But Nicole Kidman is full showed frontal. up on, on screen. Doesn't she? Yeah. What? Yeah, she has a full frontal. Well, yeah. are. Guys, I just want to point out there's no there's no there's no information out there that Nicole Kidman has a huge clit except for Ballard just putting it out there. No, no, this, is, this is all over the internet. No, it's not. Give me one. I give you two already. Oh, uh, uh, Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, okay. Oh, Rebecca. Yeah, Ballard. I'm with you on that one. I think allegedly she does. Yeah. It's interesting. All right, guys, let's move on. We haven't barely even talked about Fantastic Beasts. Either you fuckers see the, the first Fantastic Beasts, I watched it. Best thing about Fantastic Beasts is, is going to be Johnny Depp. Cue the Johnny Depp audio. <laughs> <laughs> Did, Did something happen, happen to, to you, you <laughs> today? I don't think so. Well, you want to see crazy? I don't think so. I don't think so. <laughs> 
I, I like the Harry Potter movies. I've seen all eight Harry Potter films. Did something, something happen? I'm trying to talk about the movie, and you guys are derailing the conversation. I watched. Okay, I watched. What happened? All, I, I, I caught up on, on Harry Potter three to eight. I rewatched them all because they were all on HBO. And then it was like, you want to watch Fantastic Beasts? We got that too. And I'm like, okay, I'll watch Fantastic Beasts. I could not get through that movie. I hated it. It was so fucking boring. I don't. Oh, think that's all right. That world. I just like the three main characters. I like the main conflict. I like the teachers. I like Snape. So you guys, you guys like... have seen the first one. You've seen it. Yeah, I've seen it. What's your rating yeah. on the first one? One. Three out of five boys. Three I mean, out of five. It's boys? not great, but I, I liked aspects of it, and I definitely liked. The, oh God, not the non-Jash. I'm going to call him not Josh Gad. I don't remember his actual yeah, name. Yeah, Josh Gad's in that Josh movie. Gad. It's not Josh Gad? No. No, it's the guy that's not Josh Gad. Oh, my He's God. He's fucking awesome. It's the same person. I, I, I was bored as fuck. I, 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 and I, this is someone who likes Harry Potter. Guys, I have a Me confession too. to make. I haven't seen a Harry Potter or a Fantastic Beast, so I have no fucking dog in this fight. You should watch the Harry Potter movies. You'll learn yeah. about magic. You guys told me not to. No, you should. It's you hard. Should, I told you too. I told you too. You would enjoy it. It would put perspective on, on your, your time at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal yes. Studios, Hollywood. Yeah. All right, guys. I'm moving on, guys. And this next one, Felk loves this next one. So let's fucking get into it. Widows. Felk, what do you think about Widows? Pass. Oh, I'm so excited about Widows. Guys, Pass. I actually think Widows is going to be the best movie of November. Me too. I'm really excited about Widows. Oh, yeah. I love that Viola Davis. Nothing says she's a good, cool she's action a good actress. Like she's a good actress. Davis. Liam Neeson's in it. I like Steve it. McQueen. I like Steve McQueen as Steve a director, Steve McQueen's too. a good director, but I think yeah. he's a little fucking pompous, a little arrogant. Like, his movies have been good, but, like, not great. There is only one Steve McQueen. It's got all the ingredients that I want to see. An action caper. A heist movie. I love heist movies. That trailer like looks badass. No, I, I don't. I don't. I, couldn't I don't like. I don't like shame. And Twelve Years a Slave was good, but I never want to see it again. Yeah, I liked them all, and um, that trailer was fucking awesome and badass. He's talented. And I don't know it. if he makes good movies though, but he's talented for sure. I don't care about it. Yeah, Phil I think it's gonna be a five out of five movie. Uh, Phil, what's your prediction on Widows then? I don't. I don't. I don't want to play. I'll give it three out of five. I think it's going to be three out of five. I think it's going to be fucking awesome. I think it's going to be fantastic, and I'm really excited about it. Yeah. Uh, guys, the next movie, I'm going to give five out of five Cool Boys, even though I haven't seen the first one, Creed 2. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I will give it five out of five as well. Um, I, I, I'm excited as fuck about that movie. Yeah. I really like I, I really like Creed. America. Creed was fucking badass. See, Creed's that movie that just keeps sitting there on my Netflix queue or my Amazon queue just saying, watch me. Watch you me. You haven't seen Creed? Me. But I fucking don't. I just fucking don't. For some reason, I don't watch Creed. Creed's good. It took me a long time to see it as well, but it's it's really good. I, I guarantee good. you, it's fucking good. It's directed by the director of Black Panther and Felk's favorite Station. movie. He wasn't the director of Black Panther yet. He was the first Fruitville Station of that one. I think I haven't seen Creed two because Balbo Rocky Balboa. I hate I seen Creed two yet because it's not out yet. Rocky Balboa is shit. Yeah, I fucking got so soured by Rocky after five and Rocky Balboa. I was like, I don't want to watch any more Rockies. Yeah, but then I like Michael B. Jordan. I should watch Creed two. I should watch it. It does. It's it's, a, it's so clever. Well, you should watch Creed before you watch Creed. 2. No, I'll watch Creed two and then watch Creed. Yeah, do it that way for sure. <laughs> That's how I saw Terminator. No, no, exactly. In the nineties, we saw, saw aliens. So, I saw I saw *Leave the Weapon* that way too. We see so many movies in the nineties. You pick it up. You can pick it up. It's fine. I saw the yeah. *Princess Diaries* too. Before I saw the first *Princess Diaries*, I was so yeah. confused. <laughs> yeah. When Fred Savage is older and he's getting uh, the story read to him by Deadpool. The fuck are you talking about? The Princess Diaries That's, is Anne Hathaway. You're thinking of the Princess Bride. That's a perfect segue. No, he's thinking of the Princess Bride. No, I know. And that's what Once Upon a Deadpool is. And we'll talk about that in December. Oh. But first, we have one more movie I want to talk about in November, guys. One more movie. 
And that's the fantastic Robin Hood. Yeah. Starring Jamie Foxx and what's his name from The Kingsman? Uh, Taron yeah, Egerton. Taron Taron Egg. What's his A- name? Taron Ed- Taron Egerton. I like the guy, man. I I wish him like great <laughs> success, but like Robin yeah. Hood, I don't think I don't think it's gonna be it. Robin Hood. Looks guy like Ritchie shit. directed this. No. 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 No one directed this. No. Guy Ritchie directed it. No. 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 no he, he didn't. He directed the the movie that you love uh, with Robin, Jude Law. Not Robin Hood, but uh, uh, the Legend of the Sword. Arthur. Arthur. Horrible movie. Horrible movie. Yeah. Ballard it's great. Ballard King Arthur, gave, Legend of the Swords, a fantastic film. Ballard says five out of five. It's it's don't watch it, Cool Boy Nation. It's, it, so it's, good. A, it's a one out of five. It's horrible. It's an eighties, it is an eighties medieval film it's made horrible. today. It's horrible. But Robin Hood, yeah. guys, we've now had it's like good. five trailers. Every trailer looks increasingly worse. It looks horrible. Seriously, I think I heard somewhere Guy Ritchie directed this movie. No, he did not. He's directing Aladdin right now. Yeah. And he didn't direct this one before that? No. no. He did not. Where's this coming from? Does it just, does it just feel no, like a Guy Ritchie No, I swear to God, I remember he, reading about Guy Ritchie directing this film. He no, did he not. he made that other movie. That's he made King Arthur. Yeah, but and then he went straight to this yes, one. No, he King did Arthur. not. He made King Arthur, not Robin Hood. I know he made King Arthur. What's it called? Robin Hood 2018? Is that the name of the film? Robin Hood 2000. It should be Robin Hood 2000. It's like set in the medieval times, but it's like directed like it's like a fucking modern day. Like he has like... Oh, what is it? Fucking gas punk shit? Like on his arrows? Like, it had a very Mick G feel to it. I thought. I hate. Yeah, I hate Mick G movies. I hate this movie. You love Terminator Salvation? I didn't love it. Oh, directed by Otto Bathurst. That guy, right? Who? You guys all remember him, right? Who? The guy who did uh, Margot and Criminal Justice in Five Days. <laughs> that oh, guy. Great What's up, director. Otto? Let's move on. <laughs> Robin Hood. I think it's gonna be a one out of five. It's gonna be horrible. Yeah, I'm not excited at all about I'll it. I'll never see it. So I'm I not gonna be seeing it in theater. Yeah, I'll never see it. I'll, I'll give it seven boys out of four stars. I don't know. Well, guys, November has ended unfortunately, but we still have a couple more movies Aww. in December that should be magnificent. And Phil, Yay! our first one is Once Upon a Deadpool, which what Dead Once Upon a Deadpool, which is like. A fucking re-release? It's a PG-13 movie that they do Princess Bride shit in, but it's the same movie? Like, I don't understand what this movie is. I don't either. And confession, guys, I haven't seen Deadpool Tool. You, this is the second time you said Deadpool Tool. I can't say that word. Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. But say Deadpool too fast. Deadpool Five 2. Times. Deadpool Five 2. Times. Deadpool 2. Deadpool oh, 2. Deadpool fuck 2. Your ass. Deadpool 2. Fuck your ass. Well, folk, I'm not drinking strawberry bananaritas. I'm drinking yeah. gallons of red wine. Mm. No, no, no. Be, you, you, you gotta, you gotta know how to not, uh, not sandwich words together. Deadpool two, Deadpool two, Deadpool two, Deadpool two, Deadpool yeah. two. If you can say one yeah. word, fine. And you just have to say two of those those words. You just you say the first word, you say the second word. Don't try to let them mush together in your brain. All right, so guys, I haven't seen Deadpool two. I did it again. Yeah. Deadpool. Let's yep. move on. Yeah, let's move on. Mortal Engines. Yeah, guys. Mortal Engines, Peter Jackson. Wait, I had something to say about Deadpool 2 that I, I didn't get to say anything. All right, whatever. Too late. We're, we, we never talked about Deadpool, Deadpool. 2. I think we never talked about Deadpool um, 2. Fox trying to milk money out of the content, and it's a test for Disney. I'm going to take a drink of Deadpool 2 flavored Mike's Hard Lemonade Strawberry Pineapple. Mm. Oh, man. We're off the rails now. Tastes like but Ryan Mortal, Reynolds. Mortal mm. Engines, guys. Looks like ass. What is this movie? I don't give a shit. I, I'm excited. I have no idea what's about. It, 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 I just know that this is a 
Uh, somebody that works heavily with Peter Jackson at Weta, and he had this concept to make this movie, or it's a YA. I'm not sure what, but he uh, found maybe it's the a, YA. I think it's a YA, and I'm guys, I'm fucking over these YA bullshits. Yeah, me too. I yeah, hate me too. I hate this but shit. something about this, like this director. Is he's kind of like a new up and comer, and he's like Peter Jackson handpicked him, and he's like really giving this guy everything to do this movie. And it's supposed to be a pretty good film. What? I have no clue if it is good, but I'm excited to see it. A good directing aside, if it's a YA story, I don't want to see this shit. Young adults are stupid. That's why they can't rent cars or drink or vote. We shouldn't let them decide what movies get made based on the fact that a bunch of dumb kids bought Twilight or the Maze Runner books are super popular. Don't make five Maze Runner movies just because fucking dumb 15 year olds or 14 year olds or whatever really like the Maze Runner books. I guess the Hunger Games kind of worked out. But then it's so sequels were just diminishing returns each one in terms of yeah, folk. I agree with you one hundred percent. That's the problem with Hollywood, man. Is one franchise took off, they make ten others that don't. Oh, well, Harry still Potter. Fucking, Harry Potter was successful, and then everybody wanted yeah. to, their own Harry Potter. But they keep fucking making them, man. They just fucking keep coming out, and it's like stop it, it's just not stop exclusive it. Exclusive to that genre. Well, I don't young adults not a like genre. It, it's a, it's a it's a targeted demographic. Subgenre, demographic, whatever. I mean, they they we were just talking about you know fucking Tyler Perry moments ago. I mean, they 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 appeal to forty year old women all the time with fucking films and stuff like that. Like, I mean, it's just a demographic. It's but Tyler genres. Perry, there's whatever. Well, it doesn't matter. Who gives a shit? I, I, it's a I, I, science fiction film that looks like it takes place in a fantasy future. I actually am interested in it. It's based on artwork from this Polish artist that like. Like conceptually, they did, they took a lot of this Polish artist like artwork and like try to make it into a film out of it. And he does this incredible shit. I forget his name, but it's something like I I won't even butcher it. But he does great shit where he does like like nineteen eighteen Poland mixed with like werewolves or mixed with giants and fantasy, and it's like really gorgeous paintings. And that's what I'm really excited to see is that yeah. type of imagery live action. Yeah, I, I watched the trailer and I just I it screamed bullshit to me. It screamed another one of these. Yeah, exactly. It's like once it got to the minute mark, I was like, oh god. I thought the trailer's off. not good. I won't disagree. The trailer is not good. And but there's also I, the mortal I just know a little bit about the behind the scenes, and that's what intrigues me. There's also the Mortal Instruments series. Sounds very similar to. Mortal oh, Engines. yeah, that was supposed to be a horrible fucking movie, too. Yeah, so it's just like, well, it, I don't remember how many there were. I think they were trying to do more. Uh, there's only two, and they recast the entire second film yeah. because the first film bombed too so hard. Too similar a title. That's a problem for Ab- us. It is. It is. No question. That's true. Absolutely. Should this be Mortal Kombat 3? I'll see that. Why don't they make that? Who gives they a shit when cast it? They should. They should. Is Mortal Kombat the only movie where the opening <laughs> movie title is yelled at you in song? Maybe. Maybe. God, so good. Did it get you jacked though? Got you fucking jacked. I, 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 I can't see the new line I think, cinema I, logo. I think when I was a baby boy Ballard, that fucking song kicked in. I just took my dick out of my pants in a theater full of like a thousand teenagers and just started stroking it, being like, yes. It, it, it is impressive. Yeah. There's been gay orgies to that song. And reptile semen. I should be a part of it. Oil everywhere. Yeah, guys, speaking of gay orgies and oil everywhere, guys, our next December movie is Bumblebee. Who's seen this? 
I might. I've seen um, every Transformers film, I think, in theaters. Oh, my God. Yeah. But you want to hear something? The last two, no bullshit, the last two I've taken huge naps through. I thought you were going to say shits. In theaters. <laughs> I like, guess in theaters. Just- like, I passed out. The first time I saw Age of Extinction, I like think I passed out the entire third act. No, you told me. You told me you woke up and they're like, they were in China fighting dinosaurs. Yeah, it was like the end of the movie. They're fighting. They're in China fighting dinosaurs. I'm like, all right. And there then we Kelsey go. Grammer walks across the screen on like a horrible green screen shot, being like, "Hey guys, yeah, remember me? I'm here. Guess what? <laughs> you Transformers people are bad. Oh, let's kill them. Kelsey Grammer dead. <laughs> like, dead. What, the, what the fuck was that scene? It's horrible. You know, and on top of that, like I rewatched that film later. Because I was like, I want to see what I fell asleep during. I cannot remember <laughs> even like rewatching the film. It's like it's like so much like a, a visual information to take in. You just yeah. your mind kind of goes into like a seizure. You're like, all right, done. I told you, you know? guys before. Like, it took me six tries on Netflix to finish that movie. Like every time Age I of would watch, is so bad. <laughs> I would watch it twenty minutes and think I'd watch the whole film. And be like, oh my god, there's still two and a half hours left of this shit. See, the, the last night I enjoyed because the end is a Super Mario Brother. I haven't world. seen it. Like the whole ending battle is literally a Super Mario Brother world where they're jumping on fucking land that's lifting and floating like these green. Like fucking grasses what floating, the they fuck? bounce off. Of that I shit. think the first yeah. the th- like thirty minutes is so entertainingly bad that it's almost like good and interesting. And then once it gets into Transformer shit, it's terrible. Everything with Mark Wahlberg's introduction as a Texas farmer scientist with a Boston accent, all the stuff where like Michael Bay wants <laughs> you to like really know that he understands Texas statutory rape laws. Oh, you're talking Age of Extinction only? Yes. Yeah. Wait, what are, we, what are we talking about? Last last. Night? I was talking about Age of Extinction, but I moved into last night. But yes, Age of Extinction, yes. Yeah, Age of I, I okay. I, I, I'm talking about Age of Extinction because I don't remember yes. a fucking thing the about the statutory last night. rape shit. Is very. I don't remember you a fucking last thing night, about last night. Last night's free to watch right now, and I will not watch that shit because. Oh I'm no, over it's good. Franchise. I'm telling you guys, the the whole third no. act, the end of the third act, like or the end of the film, it's like um, it, you feel like you're watching live action Super Mario Brothers. It, like, no, you're like, this is Super Mario Brother fucking world. It is not even a movie. Um, Age of Extinction is the most awkward shit when you fucking get to the point where a character says, it's okay for me at this age to fuck this girl at this age because of this law in Texas. And all of a sudden you go, whoa, Michael Bay, what? It's like, like, I think he thought some shit was about to come out about him, about something he did <laughs> in, in Texas. And he's like, I'm going to make sure everyone knows this law before the, uh, it is a fucking weird ass law and all of a sudden you're just like why am i getting this legal studies class in the middle of a transformers film actually the law makes a lot of sense because it's actually not that unreasonable of law anyway it's guys weird guys back to bumblebee like what is this movie like the franchise is basically dead but it's they weird already that shot it's a this transformers movie <laughs> they shot that they shot yeah. this film <laughs> really weird and Bumblebee is to be the last Transformers from the Michael Bay generation, right? But like, what was this? Uh, before? Yes. What, what's this movie yeah. supposed to be? I don't know, Nolan. Oh, I don't know, but I have a cool boy confession. I have a cool boy confession about this movie, guys. Okay. An attempt to keep making money from the Transformers movies without having to pay. The early tracking numbers say like twenty to twenty-five million opening weekend. So this movie's gonna make like fifty million max. Guys, I have a cool boy confession about this movie. Oh okay? shit! Oh, okay. What? I fucking saw this trailer, the very first trailer, the teaser trailer to this film. Mm-hmm. I fucking got emotional and I got fucking I, I, I swelled up in my eyes a bit and like got like a little teary. It's I, a good trailer. I fucking really love this teaser. I'm fucking fully on board with this film. And I'm thinking mis- it's going to be mistake. the first Transformers film I introduced my daughter to. 
Well, it's a new director. It could be good because Michael Bay clearly doesn't give a shit anymore. It seems like it's a story. Now, granted, continuity-wise, what the fuck is going on in this movie uh, with the Transformer world? Yeah, the very first movie, they're like, we're uh, new to this world. We're crash landing as asteroids. And then it's like, we've been here for di- millennia. You I'll know, miss, it's ridiculous. I'll miss the creepy TNA of Michael Bay, like the weird mm-hmm. lingering shots mm-hmm. of Megan Fox or whatever, Rosie or Titties, Huggies, mm-hmm. Whitley, Whitley. Uh, or fuck, oh, fuck, or the uh, or the uh, shots shooting up of a woman's titties while she's screaming as a transformer flips over her. Oh, I missed. I love that shot. I love that shot. It's a yeah. great shot. They, I mean, they tried to tone it down in the last two, but even 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 the uh, last night had that weird British chick who was like ridiculous hot. Oh yeah, I love her. And he also made Rosie Huntington Whiteley like really incredibly tra- attractive. And dude, I don't, Michael I never, Bay like, makes women look the best, dude. Michael Bay. Well, he had already shot her in Victoria's Secret ads, so he knew how to make her look good. Yeah, Michael Bay directs everything. goddammit. it, directed it all. Yeah. I, I, I'm kind of upset he's not directing Bad Boys Three. That's a horrible mistake because he should finish out that franchise. Because really Bad Boys should've. is arguably one of the best films he's ever made. I don't think and he wants to do Martin Lawrence film. again. I'm surprised anybody wants to. The guy's probably apparently pretty crazy. Yeah, no, Martin Lawrence hasn't made a film since Bad Boys 2. He's impossible to work with. He might be bipolar. Yeah, well, Will Smith will work sad. with him. Will Smith's like the nicest guy in the world, though. So, like, of course he can deal with it. Um, guys, so Bumblebee, I'm going to say it might be a 2 out of 5. I think it might be the first Transformers movie in a while I'd like. That, and that's a two out of five. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't think it'd be good. the The last three have been like ones. Yeah, but I mean, the first Transformer film is what for you though? It's a four out of five. I love the first one. Okay, just to, just for a cool boy nation clarification for me and edification, they just need to know that you do like the first movie a lot. Oh, yeah, I, like I the first do one a lot. I do. After that, it goes downhill fast and hard. I I, I actually like Dark of the Moon quite a bit too. I'd give that like me three too. And a half, oh, maybe me too. That's uh, a fucking. I I love one. one. One is five out of five for me. Dark oh, of the God. Moon is four out of five for me. Yeah. Two is three only because I give them the handicap knowing yeah. that there was a writer strike going on. Four is one out of five. It is like a, just a complete drop of gar- of garbage. And then I would say last night is not bad. It's three out of five. I I disagree on last night, but I agree with all the others. You think last night's worse than Age yeah. of Extinction? Yeah, I do. I th- Age really? of Extinction at least had like so bad it's funny kind of moments. Oh, I actually enjoyed the like as- a lot of aspects of the last night. I didn't want to see Mark Wahlberg back too. I was just like, me neither. You know, what's I he agree, doing there? But he's horrible. I horrible honestly movie. could do a film with a completely. I could have done the whole new cast. It did not need to be a retread of characters. Yeah, and they almost were there with this film, except for Wahlberg. Our final December movie that everyone's going to see, everyone and their grandma. I'm, I'm of course, talking about DC's Aquaman. Yep. Fuck this yeah. Is this is it for me. I am. Okay, so this is how I looked at the DCFU or DCEU or Worlds of DC. And this is how I looked at the MCU. For me, I want, I kind of set my own mindset for the goal to be, I will watch every Marvel MCU film from phase one all the way to the end of phase three. I will see them all. And then phase four, I will probably stop watching certain ones. And then Already for stopped. DC, FU, DC, EU, Worlds of DC, I said to myself this, Aquaman is the end. Oh, no. When Aquaman comes out, I am done watching that continuity. I don't give a fuck anymore about the continuity. If something comes out and I hear it's good, like there's critics are actually like Shazam's great. You should yeah, see, I see it. Maybe I'll go see Shazam. Aquaman even. 
But if I don't hear Shazam's great, or I don't hear Wonder Woman 2 is great, I don't hear whatever the fuck's next coming out, the Joker film's not great, like it's actually like horrible reviews, fuck it, then I'm not going to see them. But I will see Aquaman in theaters, no. and that's, no. and for no. me, that's it. I want to see, I want, I'm going to see Shazam in theaters, I'm going to see no. uh, Birds of Prey, or whatever they decide to call it. No. Nah, uh, nah. I, I, I'm in for all of it. No, of course so you are. If we do spoiler casting, you have to drag me to those. Fine, but otherwise, I have no plan unless I hear they're actually good. You'll see. Guys, Suzanne. these you guys are talking about shitty fucking movies. Why would you see their sequels? Why would you they're do that to yourself? It's not. They're not sequels. Is Spider-Man: Homecoming a sequel to Iron Man Three? I mean, like, they're just a shared universe. Shazam's a self-contained movie. Aquaman's not even in the shared universe. Those, that universe doesn't even know what it wants to be. And fucking Aquaman that I've seen so far has been horrible. This movie, even if it said critics love it, it is a rental for me. I will not go in the theaters to see Aquaman starring Jason Momoa. I just won't. I think like, it's a huge gamble that they're shooting this all dry for wet. And I think it, it's it's a thing that's going to look really awkward in CGI. I hope it doesn't. But it's a weird thing to shoot. I I, I didn't look good for the Lord of the Rings films. Yeah. Is Dry for I Wet kind of like, like Gay for Pay? When did they do Dry for gay Wet for and pay, Lord of the Rings? Pay for Play. When did they do Dry for Wet and Lord of the Rings? Um, anytime they did Underwater. But you remember when Sam has to save Frodo because Frodo's, you know... Yeah, it's like one scene. Sinking. So uh, is Dry for Wet kind of like Gay for Pay? No. It's Pay for Play. <laughs> gay for, it's something that James Cameron hates, I know. Folks, the expert on gay sex. No, I'm not. What's that? Yeah, <laughs> James Cameron hates it so much he spent like 10 years trying to like, you know, perfect uh, shooting mocap underwater. Yeah. Because he's like so against the idea of even doing any kind of mocap. Well, he has a fetish for drowning people, I think. Yeah, yeah. And we're we're well, gonna no, see yeah, James Cameron's mocap underwater and we'll just be fucking blown away. Because James Cameron, come on. I just, I, I, it's just a weird thing he brings to us when he says, "Hey, guess what? I'm done making movies except for Avatar films, and I'm gonna take forever to make those two. And when yeah. I do those, I'm gonna make like four. It's like what?" Guys, let me ask you a question. If James Cameron came up to you and said, like, suck my cock right now, and I'll make you a producer, an associate producer on my next film, would you do it? Done. Yes. Done. You guys would do it? Already doing it. In a heartbeat. (laughs) Already doing it to completion? Yeah. Absolutely. Think what that would do to your career. What if you said I want to come all over your face? Easy. Let me do it. Let me help you. Yeah. What if you said, and I also want to stick a finger in your asshole? I'm fine with that. Where do you draw the line? Not a finger in the asshole. Not, <laughs> no. not, for, not for that kind of uh, power in Hollywood. Yeah. Associate uh, so producer? Okay. okay. Your associate so producer. If, uh, wait. Cool you Nation, get a, if you, you don't know, million? an associate producer is essentially a glorified PA, a production assistant. I yes. mean, that's really, they just they, they just manage true. production assistants, really. It is right? true. Like, they're just not, they're not, they're not, it's not a role you want. But if you're a James Cameron associate producer, you are fucking leagues ahead of your colleagues. Associate I mean, producer like, is basically consultant, but they don't have an official title for you. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of work, and it's a lot of hats. The associate producer is the guy who took the fucking producer's phone calls. He yes. read the script. He said, I recommend this movie. You should be a part of this movie. He fucking yep. did all the dirty work. He wiped yep. the guy's ass. Associate yep. producer does That's nothing to help the to movie. Producer. It's an assistant. No, but an associate producer is essentially that role. Associate is kind of like an assistant. And at the end of the day, guys, what do producers even do? None of us know. No one knows what a fucking producer does. They do nothing. They write emails and they answer phone calls. Even if you were James Cameron's assistant, you'd still be fine. Oh, yeah. No, anything on a Cameron set, you have got so much cred. Yeah. Immediately. So, yes, Cameron, if you're listening to this, 
by the way, thank you for listening to this. Uh, I didn't realize you were a fan. I'm kind of flattered. Um, hey James, we all want to suck your dick. We all want to suck your dick. Well, that was the fucking best holiday movie rundown of all time. Is all time. I always like to say. And you know what they say? <laughs> gang bangs for gang bangers is what I always like to say. <laughs> that in there a lot. My jeans just got super tight from the mm. massive growth in my cock region. See, I got to use Whoa. Ah, it's hurting so good. We better stop talking about it, guys, even though I'm the only one talking about it. You guys want to know a secret? Good. I'll tell you hot studs before you jam these hot rugs. <laughs> Good. I'll tell you hot studs before you jam those hot rods in my teenage ass. Got a secret so good, it's going to make the whole room gyrate and grow oh. to the hot sounds oh. of my butt cheeks slamming together. <laughs> Fuck. Shit. Secrets. secrets. Ass boners in my boner ass. So I never revealed what the secret is? Yeah, there's a secret. Where's the secret? What? What you is it? Fi- you have to find out in the edit. Okay. Oh, the secret is I got a huge cock. <laughs> I fucked the hottest men. Yeah. I got desires. I was walking through this city all the time. Checking out the sex clouds. See, I got a huge cock. Cool Boy Nation, tell us about any of your funny or interesting holiday movie gangbang stories. Also, if you have any questions or any more insight into our holiday movie gangbangs, then let us know by emailing us at thecoolboyspodcast at gmail.com. New episodes of the Cool Boys Podcast come out every week. Be sure to like and subscribe every week to the Cool Boys. <laughs> also, please review us on Just iTunes. Just take away all the need to mention what day it comes out because we sometimes don't deliver every week. I love it. Also, donate to us on Patreon. It only costs a buck, and you receive special access to content too hot to air. You can find the Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Also, please check out our other great Cool Boys Central content with Batman and beyond the Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, YouTube, and Patreon. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time, it's Bizies from Fantastic Boner Ass Beast Felk. Wow, that's Bizies from Bumblebee Boner Ballard. And that's Bizies from Nutcracker Noli. <laughs> Ballard's favorite ballet. Absolutely. We'll never find out which movie had the biggest dick. You are standing American boy. You have excelled in all things. I pump while I dump. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. So cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This episode of the Cool Boys podcast was brought to you by... Get some cool Cool boys. boys.
so serious. <laughs>